0: Hey everybody, welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a bonus episode of Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And a quick refresher, Megan's the longtime Hallmark fan. Wendy is the 2020 recruit. (laughs) (laughs) And we share our thoughts on all things Hallmark. Today we are discussing the movie Unthinkably Good Things, which originally aired on August 28, 2022 on the Hallmark Movies and Mysteries channel.
1: Across all platforms across all i know you don't watch commercials i don't so there were they did a lot of promo leading up to this movie that this movie was like a an event across all platforms i like
0: it so it's like hallmark movies now the hallmark channel i don't know if they all aired at the same time but it belongs to movies and mysteries i believe that's its home
1: yeah and again People are pissed that the mysteries are gone off of Hallmark movies and mysteries. I like a mystery movie. You know what I really want? This is such a tangent, guys. Mm. I want that Goldie, though, you know, Andrew Walker and um, the Baker Mysteries. Nikki Deloach, Mm -hmm. Death by Chocolate. Was that what it was called? It's called Curious Caterer
0: Dying Mm, for Chocolate. But I think we could get a whole Curious Caterer series going. I hope they do. If you want to connect with us outside of the podcast, you can always follow us on Instagram. We are at Megan and Wendy and TikTok. We are also at Megan and Wendy.
1: Or you can email us, <laughs> Wendy at gmail.com. We're curious. We want to know what you think of these movies. Give us your reviews, your thoughts on them, your hot takes. We're into it. We're just not a solo, you know, out here on an island by ourselves reviewing Hallmark movies. I want it to be a conversation. Yes. And if you want to talk with other Hallmark movie
0: fans, join our exclusive Facebook group, Girls Gone Hallmark, which is both linked in our show notes. And you can find just by searching Girls Gone Hallmark on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Something I don't know if the listeners know. What? But as you're listening to podcasts, you can leave reviews. And that's so beneficial to other podcast listener so they know what's a good podcast and what's a dud yeah and it helps us out a lot and i'm going to read a recent hallmark review let's hear it from a guy who likes girls gone hallmark mm. megan and wendy have quietly created the best hallmark movie podcast out there they're quick-witted and entertaining yet not afraid to call it the network for taking false steps but they also give hallmark credit where it's due for advancing their programming to reflect a changing demographic. To cap it all off, their audio quality is
1: excellent and each episode is just the right length. Check it out. That's so very nice. And I'd like to share a note about podcast quality audio. Please. That was my biggest worry when we started this. It needed to sound good. Mm -hmm. I think our podcast episodes sound really good.
0: Yeah. And if you want to know how we do that, we have a blog post all about the equipment that we use. Yeah, if you're interested in becoming... We really got in the weeds, I think, before we started this, trying to choose the equipment and figuring out how that worked. And it is because we're two people, and how do we record when we're in the same room? And how do we record when we're not in the same room? And we figured it out. Taking the world
1: by storm. One Hallmark movie at a time. that's right. Any Hallmark news of late that should be discussed? Well, Luke McFarlane.
0: Oh, yeah. Who starred in hits like... Hits. Do Addicts Christmas. Uh-huh. The Julie Sherman Ice Wolf movie. movie? yeah. yeah. Uh- taking a shot at love. Yeah, it, duh. Yeah, I like that movie. Me too. I think so I might rewatch that. He has a big screen movie coming out called Bros. And he says that this year's Hallmark movie, Christmas Village, will likely be his last. I knew it. So I read two different articles. Okay. One, the quote is, I think I've told my story for now with these folks. I mean, how many firefighters can I play? Oh my gosh. Yeah. And another was from Vanity Fair where he said, I don't think they'll ever have me back after today. Oh. Now, Luke McFarlane is an openly gay man. Yeah. He jokes, he's like, you look at my IMDb and it's a lot of like me with white ladies. Uh And so I think he feels like he's said he was very grateful for the opportunities Hallmark gave him. He's definitely a Hallmark leading man, Mm -hmm. but I think he's ready to take the next step. I'm very happy for him.
1: Me too. I knew it. When I saw the preview for Bros, first of all, I was like shocked. I was so excited for him. I I mean, this is like a big role in a big movie. Like it's a big Big movie. Yeah. And I think it's a Judd Apatow oh. movie. It is a Judd Apatow movie. Billy Eichner, he's the other guy in the movie. Mm-hmm. Anyway, a big Judd Apatow movie. I'm excited for him. I I thought for sure he wasn't going to go back to homework after this. Mm-hmm. Not that like people who turn are, are going to be like, oh, now I'm a leading man in a you know theatrical release. I'm too good for Hallmark. I don't think that's the case. I think what you said about uh, Bros is a movie about same sex couples mm-hmm. and he's an openly gay man. I just think like his Hallmark ship has sailed. Like right. he's ready to step into like the roles he's maybe more comfortable playing. Yeah. I mean, I'm here for it. I wanna watch this movie. I think it looks very funny. I'm very excited to look at him. He's so pretty on the eyes. Mm-hmm i'm so i'm very thrilled for him me too very thrilled that's
0: all the hallmark news and notes that i have did you have anything else to say
1: no i'm just waiting for more there's got to be like
0: a big christmas christmas announcement announcement. Mm -hmm. yes i've been looking to we do know october 22nd is the start date for countdown to christmas so hopefully we get some more information about that coming soon yeah
1: Do you want to do a synopsis? Unthinkably good things? Mm -hmm. I will. Now, the synopsis on the homework website was super long. Oh. And I'm not going to read that. So I'm going to read the one from IMDb, which is like less wordy. This movie follows Allison, who is at a crossroads in her career and love life in need of love and support from her two friends. After visiting her in Tuscany, each woman will reexamine the state of their own life and relationships.
0: We will revisit that, but I think there's a reason why these synopses are too long.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: Okay. My first news and note, which was information that is brand new to me, most of this information is brand new to me, but Mahogany, which is the brand under which this movie was developed, Uh as well as a movie coming out, this weekend called To Her With Love, is actually a brand that started in 1987 in Hallmark as a 16-card promotion, and it has continued as a year-round offering. So Mahogany has been a brand that has existed in the Hallmark card line, Mm -hmm. and so this 2022 extension is an add-on to that brand. They're all part of – they're trying to be a multimedia brand.
1: Okay, so – and the Mahogany brand originally was made to – Celebrate the cultures of people of color? Yes. Okay. So, okay. I'm just trying to envision like a Hallmark store and they probably have like a little mahogany section. Right. right. Then you want to be able to buy a card that doesn't just picture like a white lady saying happy birthday. Sure. Totally get it. This movie was filmed entirely on location in Italy during March 2022. It's kind of interesting because it's usually a very big deal when they film movies, like, in different countries. Like, for example, The Wedding Veil they filmed in Italy, right? It was, like, a big deal, like, prior to the movie coming out. Like, we knew there was a lot of promotion that this movie was filmed on location. I didn't hear a lot of movie stuff about where they filmed this movie. Mm Mm-hmm kind of surprised they must have had a big ass budget for this movie don't you think with this the size of their cast especially
0: yes i'm looking at the hallmark channel instagram because i have two thoughts about that one is it potential? Because the actors in this movie are not Hallmark big names. It's not like a Lacey Chabert or a Tyler Hines on location, or even a Will Kemp who's been known to star in a Hallmark movie. Mm -hmm. It's, these are not typically Hallmark actors and actresses. And so therefore maybe that's why we didn't get the buzz. Also Hallmark. (sighs) Here's my problem with what's happening here. Last year. Hallmark during countdown to Christmas would release three movies a weekend Mm -hmm. and their Instagram promotion would always lean very heavily on one of those movies. Uh And sometimes to the detriment of movies that starred actors of color, right? Like you got these two big white leads and they're getting seven Instagram posts and you get one about these other movies. And I found it disappointing. And so when you said that, I thought, well, let me take a look. It would appear that we have one, two unthinkably good things. Whereas, for example, Mary Maine Yosemite has, oh, I'm sorry, three unthinkably good things. Has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Stop. I'm just saying they don't do a great job of balancing. And by the way, Marry Me and Yosemite
1: is a Cindy Busby joint.
0: Yeah. Just
1: a little more balance
0: would be nice, Hallmark.
1: You know, that's really interesting because I thought the TV promotion, the commercials for Mm -hmm. this movie prior to its airing were great. Mm -hmm. I thought they were great. They're really failing in the social media aspect. Mm -hmm. I wonder, see, this is what I said. It's like two steps forward, two steps back with Hallmark. Mm They they do things like introduce the mahogany brand and make all these movies with predominantly casts made up of people of color, which, bravo. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm here for it. But then, like, it's like they try to, like, slide it in like let's see if this is gonna work before we like put the marketing dollars into it yeah like
0: don't give people on instagram too much to yell about exactly like, oh hallmark is so woke like just put it in there hope people will watch it yeah but i don't we don't want the backlash right 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 oh so frustrating is it intentional or is it unintentional in which case they need to look at why one movie would have eight instagram posts dedicated
1: where another one has three yeah that's a good question. Yeah. Wake I think up, so too. Palmer. Yeah. Oh, that makes me mad. I'm like fired up about that.
0: Speaking of unbalanced reaction to this movie, I looked at IMDb. There was exactly one review, and it's been a full nine days since this movie aired.
1: I'm shocked. Either they are deleting comments on there or reviews on there oh, that are negative. Negative. Uh huh. Or people didn't watch the movie.
0: As much as I dislike when the reviewers get in there and say Hallmark is too woke, I also think it's a good gauge. I want to see what the Hallmark community thinks of these movies. Right. And so I hope that they're not editing reviews that are uncomplimentary, assuming they're not Blatantly racist. Right.
1: This movie was directed by Terry J. Vaughn. She's an actor, director, producer. Previous directing credits include a ton of holiday movies. hmm She also has 72 acting credits, including shows like The Neighborhood and HBO's Insecure. Oh. Yeah. She's a busy actress, too.
0: Speaking of Chasing Waterfalls, Joyful Drake, who plays Melina in this movie, also
1: played a role in Chasing Waterfalls alongside Cindy Busby. I know. I had a good chuckle when you mentioned Chasing Waterfalls <laughs> earlier. I was like, I wonder if you saw that I note did. too. Uh, that's funny.
0: And Karen Pittman, who plays Allison, had a large role in the And Just Like That series on HBO Max, Not which I even... hated.
1: Oh, you hated it? I yeah. didn't hate it. Um, not only that, she's one of the leads on The Morning Show mm-hmm. on Apple TV. She's been in Yellowstone, Homeland. I mean, she's been in some big shows. She's definitely most recognizable, I think, compared to the other actors in this movie. I was not familiar with anybody other than Karen Pittman.
0: All right. I have one last note. Uh,
1: The writer of this movie is Kaz Singer's Beatles. I hope I'm saying that right. She's an established writer, both novels she has got like eight or nine novels mm-hmm. and a writer for television and movies. Cool. And has worked with director Terry Vaughn a lot.
0: Wasn't she the writer of Sugar Plum Twist? She was. It stars Hector
1: Rivera, yeah. star of Groundswell. Groundswell. yes. Fun
0: little tie-in there. Yeah. What was your first impression of this movie?
1: My first impression is I want more movies like this. Nice.
0: Mine was I need to stop at my vacation wardrobe. Oh my gosh, I have a note about that later. <laughs> what did you like about this movie?
1: Okay, well, I have a kind of big list of things that I like. Yeah. Um first of all, I love that this wasn't just a typical Hallmark movie. Mhm. Felt like a real movie to mm-hmm. me. And I, when I say that is because when we first started doing these Hallmark movie reviews, The ones that stood out to me, I would say, this is like a real movie. Yes, you know, like one you would find on a streaming service. So, I really thought this had like the feel from top to bottom with like a a good cast. It had a good soundtrack. It was beautiful to look at. Like it felt like a real movie. Um, The thing that I liked the best about it, though, is that its focus was on friendship. Yes, rather than. Romance? Yes. Which romance was a, you know, storyline, but the through line was friendship and it was very similar to me or I had the same feelings towards The Wedding Veil. Yes, where you have like a group of adult women who support and care for each other yeah. and we're so inundated with like shows on Bravo that are just like women fighting all the time. Like, so it was so refreshing to see like a group of women who really cared for each other and cared about each other's lives. That's what I want more of.
0: And in that vein, I liked that. They loved each other. This movie was about that kind of love, but they were not afraid to call each other out right. and to break promises that they had made when it became clear that it wasn't in the best interest of their friends right. to keep these secrets because they needed each other to pull their heads out of their asses right. in a way.
1: It's, it was nice. I felt it was refreshing. Mm-hmm. Super refreshing. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like the inside jokes that they okay. have with each other. They had, like, an easy conversational feel. Like, the acting was so good. Like, just the way that they would bounce off each other. And I had a criticism last week in Groundswell where I felt it was very stilted. Like, I'm reacting to you while you're reacting. It just, this was heads and tails above that. Yeah, the chemistry between the women was great. Right, exactly. Did you catch the TikTok mention in this movie I don't recall. I'm paraphrasing, but there was a joke made about TikTok, and one of them just said, like, we're too old for TikTok. And I just thought it was so freaking funny because that's how I feel often about TikTok. I'm too old for a lot of things, especially TikTok. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: I thought this movie was visually stunning, set on location in Italy. Of course, the scenery provided a beautiful backdrop to this movie, but I also think wardrobe deserves the highest of vibes because these women were beautifully dressed and they each had their own style, but they made it so that their styles were complementary to each other so that we were walking down a street together. You've got this like beautiful array of color, and I thought, I want to be the kind of person who brings beautiful dresses and pantsuits and outfits so that I look camera ready at all times when I'm traveling, although I'll be with my family who's in their t-shirt and cargo shorts. (laughs) But (laughs) I want to have a beautiful vacation wardrobe. It felt very aspirational.
1: I've never had a beautiful vacation wardrobe. I would love to go to Paris or Italy and dress to the nines every single day and look like I fit the part. The script, to me, I so appreciate the difficult conversations that were sprinkled throughout Mm -hmm. in this movie. And I thought that it really probably hit for many of the people who watch like the demographics, like Mm -hmm. we're talking about infertility and we're talking about health and cancer and career change and divorce. I mean, we just talked for an hour on our Tuesday podcast about career, you know, parenting and career change once our kids are older. Yeah, coming next week. You're right. So I think that I want homework to make more movies like that. Like I realize that people like to watch movies to escape, but a movie about a 20-something who falls in love with a prince, like – is so unrelatable for me that I can't get into it. That's why I like scoff Uh at, like to me when we say Hallmark movie, that's what I think of. And I'm like, I can't, I can't do it. Give me something that I can like hang my hat on and feel relatable to.
0: I hear what you're saying. I like a balance. I do like an escape. I read a lot of books that are very unrealistic. I read a lot of romance. There's always a happy ending. There's always these, you know, over the top, relationships. And I like that in my movies sometimes too, but I like a balance and I liked that these women while making a Hallmark movie, while, you know, we're going to get a happy ending across the board, they weren't afraid to go there. And I couldn't always predict where they were going to go. And I wondered... Allison was so reluctant to take this job in spite of the fact that she loved living in Italy. She loved the people she worked with. She had this relationship that she was clearly invested in, but really wanted, felt compelled to take the 10-year track position. And they, she explains to her. Friends and tell Luca, as a black woman, I don't feel like I can afford to take these chances on my career. This is offering me stability that I feel like I would be foolish to turn away. And it didn't occur to me because they were both great jobs. Right. It wasn't like she was like, I'm just gonna Instagram for the rest of my life. Uh But I liked that perspective. And I think that is another reason when the woke police get upset. Not only is it important for people to be able to turn on the TV and see a world that looks like theirs reflected back at them, but it's also important to see storylines that reflect struggles that you have reflected back at them and stories that are not like, I'm the big town real estate developer coming to mow down your candy store. (laughs) So I liked that they went there. Yes.
1: My next note is I don't have, like, the perfect place for it, so I'm going to put it here. Uh, there has been some criticism that this movie had too much going on, like, too many storylines.
0: Oh, yes. That's... I have... Mm-hmm.
1: My thought on that is that life is full. Yes. And then you multiply that by three women. Yes. That's a very full two hours of stories. Yes. Right? Right. So if it was a singular storyline just about Allison and choosing the job, we would just have a very watered down look at life. Mm -hmm. And so I appreciate that there was multiple stories, multiple layers and depth to this movie, Mm -hmm. even if it was too much for somebody. But let me also add, I do hate those Hallmark movies that have, like, your main storyline and then they throw in these, like, weird side stories because they need to move it along. Yes. So, but I think those are two very different movies. I like the perspective that life is full and there's a lot
0: going on. Let me offer you an alternate perspective. And with that, I hope we're transitioning into our wish because this is my one and only wish in this movie. Comparing this to The Wedding Veil, Mm -hmm. where we had three women and three of their own stories that got three movies, and here we have three co-stars with three very full lives outside of their relationship. I would say, honestly, they have more going in their lives than The Women in The Wedding Veil Uh did. Uh And I felt like we weren't fully able to do justice to each of those storylines in this Hour and 20 minutes that we actually got to see them on screen. Yeah, I agree. So I would just have liked to see more from them. I think you could very easily do a sequel because, as much as all three women had their storyline, we were in Allison's turf most of the time. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of the splinters were meeting her boyfriend's mom and meeting the people that she works with. And I think you could do another movie where you have Melina and the restaurant is the center of the story and the other two women are involved. And you have Risa discovering
1: life with or after infertility. Mm -hmm.
0: I do think there's more to do with this movie, is all I'm saying, and these characters.
1: I agree. I don't think that's going to happen, though. I don't either. I think think they... the movie got had a big get with Karen Pittman. I don't think she's going to become a regular Hallmark star, though. I'd love it. I mean, so would I. I mean, i i I want to watch good actors on Hallmark. Yeah, um, and not that I'm saying that it's beneath her. I'm just saying that I think it was a maybe for this first movie they needed like a very recognizable actor I only have one thing that I wished for I felt this movie was a tad bit long and I know it was probably only 120 minutes like you said but the later third of the movie like I just felt it dragged a little bit especially and this is I f- I'm conflicted about saying especially when Allison was going back and forth about the job stuff but like you said earlier it was a very you know interesting perspective for her to weigh those things but it made for me the movie to drag Mm. just a smidge Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. time for did you see that you know i don't i don't have anything in particular other than it was such a dreamy location and gorgeous clothing
0: yeah i
1: want i love that it that felt very like nice to look at oh yeah
0: I have a few things to say. Okay. One, a restaurant reviewer is not going to let you schedule the review. Oh. (laughs) A restaurant reviewer wants to know what it's like to come eat in your restaurant. Not when I know you're coming, so I'm going to provide the perfect experience. What's it like when you've got all the other pressures of running a restaurant? That's what their review wants to be. Yeah, isn't it,
1: like, always a surprise? Yes. Oh,
0: please come when I know I'm going to be there. No.
1: Um,
0: you know I love to dig into the tweets about these movies. And so I've got a couple tweets I'd like to share. One is a quote from the movie that i forgot about and i remember being affected by the quote when i heard it and i was glad to see that someone had tweeted it and it's from at one dry kiss which is a another hallmark reviewer the quote is i have a job i can't play with you all day oh that's funny and that's what reese's husband says to her when she's like i'm bored
1: yeah oh that kind of hits close to home
0: um, another is Karen Pittman tweeted film factoid. I literally filmed the kissing scene with Luca on day two of our filming in Italy. It was so crazy and oddly romantic to kiss a stranger, but by the eight- eighth take, I think we figured it out.
1: Isn't that funny how they shoot all these things out of order, like, out of order. like imagine having to like kiss someone on the first day that like you're working together, yes. but I mean, they are professionals. So I have one more thing. Yes.
0: I do not believe that Risa, who's a badass retired military, Mm -hmm. doesn't have the ability to have a conversation with her husband about the fact that she's nervous about the next steps. Like she goes to the extreme, like I'm going to move to Italy and get an apartment because I'm so afraid that my husband's going to leave me if we can't have a baby. Mm -hmm. Instead of just saying like, I'm afraid... You're going to feel different about me if we can't have a baby. Like, she'd rather run away and get an apartment. I think she's tougher than that. I
1: I mean, yeah, maybe. Those could just be hard. Those are hard conversations. They are.
0: But I think she can handle it. Okay. What did you rate this movie?
1: Um, I thought this was a strong start. I gave it four stars. Uh, 3.75 stars. Oh, look at you. 3.75. Next week, we have a
0: double header of Hallmark movies. We have Mary Go Round, M-A-R-R-Y, and to Her with Love, another mahogany offering. So be sure to come back for that. Remember to leave your ratings and reviews. We love five stars. And hop on over to our Facebook group, Girls Gone Hallmark. We would love to have you. Happy watching, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>